Welcome to Phone Sex with Lily Show, where talent in front and behind the camera is showcased and explored. As you can imagine, there are a lot of characters and personalities in this industry. Listen as they share their stories. But first, grab your lube and get comfortable because the guests will unknowingly be subjected to phone sex with a porn star, webcam model, and your host, Lily Craven. Goodness, you have been a naughty, naughty boy. No, 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 I haven't. Oh, but you have. What are you doing? Oh, I don't, I can't tell you. But I see what you're doing. Your your hands are in your pants. No, no, I can, I can't help it. I'm sorry. Are, are you, are you jacking off to me? No, 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 absolutely not. No, no. You are disgusting. No, Mommy, no. Uh, You're jacking off to your mother, for God's sakes. Oh, Mommy, I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. You know what naughty, naughty boys get? What? They get spankings. No, 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 no. Oh, yes. No, not not that, please. Oh, yes. You're going to... Lay over my legs, and I'm going to spank your butt. Is, no. is your dick getting hard while I'm saying this to you? What is no, wrong with no. you? No, 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 no. You're, you, you have a hard on Look at that. Oh, God. Is there pre-cum coming out of your dick right now for your mom? Oh. You are a nasty, nasty boy. This is Lily Craven, and you're listening to K97 (laughs) FM Radio, your adult industry station. And I am here with, who are we with? Ralph. Ralph. No, no, I know your name. (laughs) I lost, I lost, I just lost myself there. Yeah, see, his hands are still in his pants. (laughs) We are here today with Ralph Greco. That was great. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. That was kind of getting hot. Yeah, it was good, right? Yeah. So what do you do in the industry, Ralph? I'm a writer. I'm a content writer. So that means, you know, scripts and reviews and blogs and SEO copy and You name it, I kind of can do it. I mean, as far as, you know, and I've done it all. Emails, I've done emails for, for, you know, uh, escorts and, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. Whatever really anybody needs. I mean, that's the thing about the adult industry. People think we we don't need writers or whatever, but we just, we need, everybody needs writers as much as any, in any other business. And how long have you been doing this? Well, I've been writing a long, long, most of my life. Um, In the adult industry, I probably, I don't know, I probably started somewhere in the 80s when I was writing 800, 900 uh, pre-recorded phone sets, set, sex scripts for, uh, you know, you'd call in a, a pre-recorded line back in the day. Ah, and uh, that's, that, nice. that's how I started. And then, so I progressed from there. So that's how you knew how to have phone sex right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, and, and 
if you, if you prick, if I may say that word, if you prick my particular interest or fetish, you know, sky's the limit. Let's put it that way. Oh, so, so you have a mommy fetish. You know what's funny? I, I don't have that specific. I, I think the idea, it's not, and you know this as well as anybody would yes. know this, right? It's not the idea of my specific mommy. Yes. It's the idea of, of the tenderness of that and the, the person, you know, treating me a little bit younger and being a little bit, you know, all knowing. And But I don't have, I have, I guess, a, an older woman fetish, but more like just the the nurturing part of that, that that's what turns me out. So it could be, she could be mommy or stepmommy or auntie. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. You know? and, and that's what I try to explain to people. Um, I compare it to the daddy fetish. You know, the girls will call him daddy, but they don't want to fuck their biological father. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> you know, and, unfortunately what you just said, most people that are not in the industry or not, or, or even a little bit kinky. A lot of people don't understand that. And they freak out when they hear about they those. do. Oh, you, I, you know, you called her mommy or you make, it means you might, you want, you must want to fuck your mommy or your daddy. He said, no, and nothing could be further from the truth. And, and it's not, you know? yeah, this is not in, or they call it incest porn. And you're like, no, I don't want to fuck my sister no. and my mom. <laughs> I don't. No, no, and, you know, it's funny. At no time, anytime, like even when we were just playing there or whatever, uh-uh. no time does, does my actual biological mother come into my head. No. no. no it's just, you know, it's the same thing as seeing a younger woman dressed up like a little schoolgirl. It's got nothing to do with me. I don't. I don't have any desire for a schoolgirl. Yeah, I just like looking, looking like older women in hot little schoolgirl outfits. Yeah, it's I more of you. a dominant role um, that that that. I mean, my followers like is the me being more dominant over them. Um, yeah, a lot of them are very dominant in their jobs, you know, in real life. So they yeah. like to be submissive to a milf, and everybody loves a milf, right? Yeah, I, I think it's yeah, and you yeah. you certainly have you certainly understand it. I mean, I, I think that, and I think you know, generally most people, even if they're not kinky or even have any kind of fetish, most people understand that the play aspect of it. Most people know that when you say daddy or mommy or whatever you whatever whatever thing you utter, you're not mean. Even in you know, in play talk, you say a lot of things in sex play talk. You would never mean or you don't even mean it actually. It's just yes. what you say. And and, you know, so. and when I have to admit, when I first heard the mommy thing, I was like, oh, and I blocked the person. I'd be like, that is just this. This person wants incest. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you realize and that's, that's I the knew, yeah, yeah, not true at all. But, but I knew the daddy fetish and I still my mind immediately went to, ew, you know, like this is nasty. This guy's a freaking you know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. click. So, so it's interesting now that I understand it, but I could see how so many people um, just don't get it. And that's okay. They don't have to get oh, it. Oh yeah, no, that's <laughs> fine too. Cause we, you know, there's things that you and I are not into that other people are into, you know, there's a lot of things that oh, across yeah. the board, you know, and I'm like, well, oh, no, it's just not my thing. You know, I, I'm, I'm all for whatever you're doing. I, I don't, you know, I, I'm certainly open that way. I just, there's a, I have a, I have hard limits myself for my personal life, but that yes. doesn't, I don't care what you do, you know? It's fine. Yeah. And, and, you know, once I started the industry, um, I had an extreme, um, guy that, uh, a customer that is into like vomiting and sadist yeah. sort of stuff. And so when I saw this happening and he wanted me to watch, I was crying. Mm-hmm. I was just so upset about it. And I had nightmares mm-hmm. And then, you know what it's taught me is to open my mind at the fact that when I was looking at it, these girls wanted to do this. 
Oh yeah, yeah. It's, they it, that's, they I, loved I it. You. Nobody, and nobody's you were like, being coerced. Who gives a shit? You know. Well, yeah, and but they were they were calling him saying, "Hey, can we do a show? Can we? You know what I mean?" And I was like, "What the yeah. hell?" And so there are people who genuinely like it, and it it made me a lot more less judgmental. To different yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, you know, you go to kink conventions where I've taught at kink conventions, and uh-huh. I see a lot of stuff that's not my thing. It's a, it, you know, it's a little, it's, a, it's just not my thing. Whatever happens to be, and that's fine. I mean, I just, I just don't participate in or look at it because it's just not my thing. It doesn't arouse me or interest me in any time. Like, exactly. But that's what you're doing, and you're playing with a consenting partner. Who the hell cares? It, exactly, and I, I think that's where definitely, you know, I've grown as a person because of being introduced yeah. to things that I'm not into and then I, I can watch it, but they're into it. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. That was, that was a big, um, what is it? An aha moment or a personal growth moment yeah, in my yeah, life like epiphany, right? where yeah, you absolutely. really yeah. stop and you're like, Whoa, I didn't realize how judgmental I was, you know, right, we're right, calling them weird right. or this weird dude. And you know, no, it, right, right, right. it's like, yeah. well, they think I'm weird. <laughs> When I'm playing mommy. <laughs> yeah, right. And it's always system of degrees, you know, like it's like you, you say potato, I say potato. You know, it's like tomato. It's, a, it's, it's just a <laughs> tomato or tomato. You say potato, I say shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, you know, it's like, I'm just trying to get through the day in my own stuff. Yeah, you know, right. I'm not trying to, I can't worry about somebody else's shit, you know. Oh, my goodness. So, um, actually, this is a good time to take a break. And you had picked okay. um, three songs for us. What is the first song that you had picked? I think it was uh, it was a very good year. The one that Sinatra does, that real pretty. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's it. Well, it's one of my favorite songs of all time. Awesome. And why you picked it because it was your favorite, or does it have any meaning? Well, I, I, you know, I think lyrically it's wonderful because I, I remember reading about the guy who wrote it. The guy who wrote the lyric, Evan Drake. Mm-hmm. He said that no one was ever going to do the song because it was too the lyric was too esoteric, especially the last verse. He said, there's no way anybody's ever going to do this. And then Sinatra does it, and it becomes, it's a classic, you know? Right. But, uh, but it's a, it's just one of those songs that speaks to, you know, um, you know, speaks to, speaks to the span of years that we all go through and stuff. But I, I just think it's a great, and Sinatra's version especially is, is my, is just, well, it's a classic, of course, but that's one of my most favorite songs. Well, let's take a listen. This is Lily Craven, and you're listening to K97 FM Radio, your adult party station. Hi, this is Lily Craven. You're listening to K97 FM Radio, your adult industry station, and we are talking with Ralph Greco. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello. So, <laughs> so, so you are a writer in the industry. Yes, ma'am. All right. <laughs> and where did you like learn the language of love or or the sexual language, the dirty talk. How how did that come to you? Yeah, that's I don't you know I, I well like I said to you you know I've always been a writer so I've always been and I'm interested in all types of writing but um, I think probably would happen because my earliest my my earliest interest in in read well I'm also a voracious reader mm-hmm. so my earliest reading uh, was always science fiction based science fiction or fantasy or, you mm-hmm. know, some sort of bizarre, you know, offshoot of the literature. And because of that, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, unusual human exploration in those, in those, you know, those tropes. And so I think I was always interested in, in the slightly offbeat, you know, whatever, in just in life in general. Yes. And, um, so I, I think that's where my interest in kind of maybe the bizarre or the interesting and unusual came into it. 
and then, like I said to you before, I, I began. I, I, a friend of mine was was going to record some phone sex scripts for for a guy for a guy and a girl that she had met online or something. Not online. Um, this is in the eighties, so it wasn't online. Um, mm-hmm. And she said to me, "Ralph, would you come with? Because I don't know these people. I, uh-huh. They could be complete, you know." So I go over with this girl and her friend, and you know, these are the nicest couple in the world. And as we're as we're going through stuff, and they had her read a couple things. She had a real kind of cutesy voice, and they had me read something. Then somewhere along the line, it was, well, you, do you, can you write this kind of stuff? Because we, we're looking for people to write because we don't have anybody. And that's where I started to write. And then I, I sold a couple things to Penthouse. And nice. then that's where that all started, you know? So, nice. So you were the ones yeah. who wrote that, like, I used to go in my parents' room and there would be a huge stack of Playboys in the room <laughs> yeah, yeah. in their closet. And I later learned that was my mother's stack, not my father's. <laughs> That's cool. So, um, but it, my mom would say, oh, I, I'm just reading the articles. I'm just reading yeah. the yeah, articles. That's what everybody said. So, what everybody said. <laughs> yes. So that's the kind of uh, articles you got started off on. Yeah, I think I wrote for, I wrote a couple things for, it wasn't a letter, but for penthouse letters, but it wasn't a letter. And it was a piece of, it was a couple pieces of fiction. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. I could do this. And I got paid for it. And also it was, it was kind of fun. I was like, oh, I maybe have a sense of, and at the same time, ironically, at the same time, I was doing original children's music. So. Oh, goodness. I was going to say. It was kind of like, you know, it was kind of a, you know, a a wide, wide spectrum of stuff. Yeah, I thought you were going to tell me at the same time I had a hard on and not, I was writing children's books. Um, so yeah, but it was, it was, I had a blast, you know, and, and, and it was, it was very challenging because with the scripts, with the 800, 900 scripts, mm-hmm. they were, these were pre-recorded and, and they had certain, um, requirements. Like you could say something in an 800 script, you couldn't say in a 900 script. So oh. one had to be less explicit than the other. And they had to be like two pages long. So you had to get to the action, get to the, the character. So it was a real good baptism by fire to, to learn how to write a whole bunch of different naughty stuff. Yes. At one, you know, at, at one jump. Now, now, if say, um, say if if I don't know how to have phone sex or talk to my partner, how would you teach me? Can you t- teach me a couple of lines to say, like dirty talk? Oof, oof. You know what? You know what? You know what? I think works. I seem, seem. You know, say you think you have something in your mind you want to get to. Uh huh. You're like, I really want this person to do this to me, or I really want to explore this with this person. I, I think instead of approaching it like, hey, honey, I really hope I really like to try this tonight. It's always good to put the onus on the other person, right? It, because I think one of the sexiest things we could do is let our partner know we're thinking about them, right? Where, yes. Whether it's got to put your toy or, you know, I was just thinking about you, t- whatever. I mean, so true. So I think if you put the onus on them and say, you know, you know, I have some, you know, I have some ideas or whatever, or like, tell me your deepest fantasy, like. I, you know, I've known you for how many years now, or I've known, we've been dating for a couple months, and we, you know, it's really good, and I'm really having a great time, but, like, is there something you're thinking about, something that's that's, that's kind of, like, turning you on all the time you don't want to even discuss, or, like, <laughs> it's in that deep recess of your mind? Like, let me know, because if you put the onus on them, that could open up a whole, yeah. you know, Pandora's box. Because I've done that. <laughs> I've done that, and you know what response I got? He wanted me to strap strap on a dick and tell him to suck it. <laughs> see, well, they, see, therein lies the, the only problem with that lies. And it was hot. Lies that you, yeah, it's hot as hell. But but you know, you never know what you're going to get. You know, like what what's that thing? Life is like a bunch of box like of chocolates. chocolates. Yeah, but you're going to get chocolate at least. You know, so like I don't know what you're up against, but but 
and of course we run the risk when we open our, our, our fantasies up to other people that they're going to say, wow, that's really out there. I don't want to do that. Yes. But at the same token, you, you can find some great stuff about people. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I was like, oh, and I strapped that bad boy on and I said, suck my dick. <laughs> yeah, and it was probably, and if it was something you had never thought about before. Ever. And it's so and you're hot. Like, wow, this is hot as hell. It's like know? my new thing. I just want everybody to suck my dick. <laughs> well, you're, you know, you're, very, you're a very, very giving person that way. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I'm like, this is my new fetish. <laughs> How, how big is the how big is the dick you have? Well, it's it, well. How big is the ones I have? Um, I well, yeah. I've done the Great American Challenge. Ooh. I do the big, well, I, huge. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I okay. I would say the the one, but the one that I shoved down his throat was just a normal size, like a five or six inch. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, because I wanted him to gag. I'm like, let me see those eyes. Yeah, let me see the water dripping, your tears coming out of your eyes. It's like this is great. (laughs) And these are things you don't know until you send your interest. You're like, wow, this is really. I never thought this would turn me on ever. I never even thought about it. And he's like, I'm not gay. I just want you to know. And I'm like, not for a moment did I think he was. Well, you know, they're in life. You know, you know as well as I do. There's a lot of things that we do where we we think about. Yeah, and, and I'm like, I a, never thought that. It's against, you know, it yeah. means something. Yeah, and it's like, regardless if you are, if you're not, like, that was freaking hot. <laughs> yeah, you know, one thing has nothing to do with the other. No. You know, um, and I just, you know, I just think that there's, and it's, I don't know if you find this too, there's things that I would do certain things with certain people I wouldn't do with others. The, yes, that is true. Yeah. That is definitely true. There's just a, a comfort level or a, just a. Whatever. Yep. For sure. I don't know that yeah. I would really, like, go stick my dildo in everybody's mouth, all the men I date's mouth, you know. Well, I don't right, date. But, but if I did, I would. I don't think I would do it with all of them. <laughs> yeah. Although yeah. I want to now. Though <laughs> so you want to. <laughs> yeah, I, I really, really do. And it's like, that's going to be one of my criteria now. If I date you, you have to suck my dick. And this is wow. the way it's going to go. You're a great girl. No. <laughs> You can't get what better than that. <laughs> I can imagine the look on some of their faces would be like, what? I'd be like, it's so hot, please. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, okay, we're going to take a break again. And okay. you had picked a second song. What song was that? Yeah, I think that was uh, Rainy Days and Mondays by The Carpenters. Oh, good one. And why did you pick yeah. that song? I love the Carpenters. I love them. You know, I, somebody I, I was introduced to as a kid by yes. my, my folks. And uh, and Car- Karen Carpenter happens to be one of my, if she's not my favorite female singer, she's definitely the top. It's a good one. At the tippy, tippy top. And I love that song. That song was just fantastic. You're listening to K97 FM Radio, your adult power uh, party station. <laughs> Hi, this is Lily Craven. You're listening to K97 FM Radio, your adult party station. And we are here talking with Ralph Greco today. Hello. Hello, hello. Okay, so you are a writer for the industry. Yes, ma'am. He is a professional dirty talker. Dirty writer. Dirty writer, dirty talker. (laughs) Now, what's the difference between, like, dirty talk, which can get pretty, you know, crude, you know, yeah. in a way, and and being downright like nasty, like how, mm. where's the fine line with that? 
You know, I, I guess, you know, it, it, I guess nasty is like a, a subjective term. But I think the thing about that is um, it can get nasty when when you maybe you don't you don't I mean, it's what it's fun not knowing the person you're with and having a good time and testing those boundaries, you know? Yes. I guess it can get really kind of nasty when maybe you don't read the room, you know, and you kind of go where you're not supposed to, or you go there too quickly, or you don't, you just don't pick up on the other person's kind of comfortableness or uncomfortableness with what you're saying, you know, and I've yeah. seen it get nasty where, and you know, I, I cause nasty, dirty is fun and nasty yes, is fun is. too. But you, you don't want to get to that point where somebody's becoming uncomfortable you know, it it, it it crosses that line, you know, and you, you just kind of want to, I think like you, you would know, you you know how to read somebody to see where they want to go, where they don't want to go. Yeah, you're in and tune while, with them. While you push the limits, you get to a point. You know? Yes. And that's where I think when you're dirty talking, you really need to be in tune with the person you're talking with because their reaction and, you know, what you see their body do is how it sort of keeps you going in that direction, you know. Yeah. It sort yeah. of leads I mean, I, the yeah. way. <laughs> well, I would say like, you know, somebody like you would know this too. I think, I think, uh, you know, what they always say, we have two ears and one mouth. So listening is, is a lot more important than anything else, right? Yes. So whatever you're doing, I think, although you're talking, the other person's talking, you have, like you're saying, you're looking for physical cues or you're listening to them and hearing where they're going, you know? Very true. I have to agree with that. Yeah. So, so what do you have coming up? Like, what, any projects, any fun stuff? Yeah, I got, you know, it's funny. Ironically, we, we were talking about this before. Um, I got a couple new jobs, um, and I can thank you about it. And, yeah. uh, and then, you know, um, yeah, I have another job. It, it, it just, what happened was it, it um, proved the point to me that you should always have the conversation. Anybody out there who's in this industry or any industry, I think, uh, it, it's always worth the conversation, even if the person starts with the get-go and says, look, I may not be able to afford you or your skills are a little too high. You know, they're, they're not what I need or whatever, but they're willing to have the conversation. I think you should always have the conversation because yes. I had a conversation with these people and it ended up being, it turned into with a job, which if I had not got, if I had not allowed the conversation, if I had said, oh, forget it, I wouldn't have got the job. So now I have the job and being a freelancer, I'm very happy about that. And, so, and what company and, is this with? Um, I don't, the name of the company, I won't give you now, um, because I, I, I signed an NDA, but oh, okay. what, what they're about is they, they, they're, they're writing, they want me to write content for a depository of an online depository of, uh, a bunch of different websites. So people can go to the website and they'll, they'll read the description of the website and say, Oh, that's a website I want to either uh, be a, be a model on or a view or a webmaster of, and there's affiliate stuff that goes on there, but nice. that's what I'm writing now. So I just, I literally was doing that this morning. And then you had another opportunity. I did for, to write scripts. And, and who uh, is that for? Yeah. That's, I guess I could say, right. I guess I could say, yes. um, blush, <laughs> blush audio, blush erotica, blush erotica.com. Yeah, yes. And they're wonderful. Yes, oh, they are. Wonderful. That's what the and, one I've been doing the promo ads for. See, so there you go. So that's the connection there. And, and there's another perfect example of we, you and I met when we didn't actually meet. We just went back and forth a little bit. Yes. And within, um, within a, that same day, I was connected with them because you told me about them and I went over there. 
So you, you, you kind of never know where things are going to come from and, and it's so people true. you connect with, you know? It's so true because, I mean, first of all, I never in a million years would have thought I'd be in the industry, let alone doing a podcast. <laughs> And, yeah, right, and, right. and it's, it's, it's really neat. If you just leave your mind open to, like you said, conversations, um, you can really go in all kinds. I mean, the possibilities in life are endless when you yeah, talk to people absolutely. and interact and network. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, and the, that's what I love to do. That's why, thing, right? yeah, and that's yeah. why I took, you know, the podcast, I, I was supposed to interview porn stars in the beginning, which I did for a couple months. And then, but I was like, oh, that's great networking. That would be great. You yeah. know, of course I'll do it. And so I did that. And then it's it just, I've met so many good people. I love industry people. They, I do too. I agree. It's a weird, it's a, wor- it's a big world, but at the same time it's a small world. And most of the people I've met are, I, I can't, I mean, almost to, almost to the, to the person. They've been fantastic. I'm really, they have. Really fun people. Yes, and I, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm going to be in Miami this week. Are you going to make it to Miami or any exotic? I'm going to make it, I think, exotic in New Jersey as well because I'm in New Jersey. Okay, so, great. Um, I think that's, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll get over there and, uh, you know, you can we, we can meet, which will be wonderful. I'd like yes. To, I'd like to meet you. And, I'm so excited yeah. about that as well. I love to, you yeah, know, I, well, I went to Chicago and I was able to put some uh, – voices and faces together and so yeah, yeah. it was really neat it, it's it's definitely feels good to be back that's for sure yeah it's nice right and it, yes and those exoticas are a lot of fun you meet a lot of good people there oh you know? yes lots of good networking lots of good people and the after after yeah. after parties are the bomb oh, they're, yeah they're crazy they're crazy yeah, you definitely sure. have fun so um where can they uh, i don't know if i would say where can they find your work um do you have any plugs well, or anything that you do on your own? That yeah, you... yeah, yeah. I guess I could. We could go to Licking Non Vanilla, which is a pod my podcast. Yes, and then uh, you can find. I have a uh, I have a column that I write bi monthly on sexpert.com. You could find me. Just you look up my name, Ralph Greco Jr., and you're going to find all my writings and stuff. Yes. Um, and then my music my music site is Ralph Greco Music. I did listen to that. I like cool. it a lot. Thank like you. it Thank was, you. it's definitely. You know who it reminded me of was, um, oh, it's gonna, uh, Tom Petty. Oh, that's cool. That's not that's not a bad not a bad compliment. You know, that's just the the three songs that are up. I'm slowly getting all my stuff done. So it's really good. Um, yeah, I, I was Thank a good yeah, so that's vibe to it. it. And I was like, the first thing that popped in my head was Tom Petty. I'm like, this is really good. <laughs> So good. I'm glad you liked it. So good for you. Well, I really appreciate you coming and talking with us today. Well, it was it was my pleasure. Thanks, thanks for letting me come. I mean, to talk to you in the beginning. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, no. Are you no, being a naughty that. boy? No, we'll never get off. We'll never get off that. No, we won't. Uh, yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So your last and final song that we'll close out with is what? Oh, that's an Emerson Lake of Palmer song. That's Carnival Nine. First Impression, Part 1. All right. This is Lily Craven, and you're listening to K97 FM Radio, your adult party station. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Phone Sex with Lily Show and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others. 
post about it on social media or leave a rating and review. To catch episodes you may have missed, go to Spotify, Anchor, or SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com. Simply type in Phone Sex with Lily Show. For the latest from Lily, you can follow her on Instagram at real underscore Lily Craven and on Twitter at Lily Craven XXX or message on Facebook at Lily.craven40. Thanks again. Until next time.